Yeah, welcome to Radio Liferay. Um, this is episode 15, and I'm sitting here with Greg Amazon. Hi, Greg. Hello. Hi, Olaf. Nice, nice to be here. Yeah, we are meeting at the Liferay annual retreat in, where is it, California, ranking the name, Marietta? Marietta, that's yeah. right. So that's quite a nice venue here, uh, fireside chat, and as every podcast is kind of a first, um, this is the first podcast with a live audience, uh, not that they pay attention, but uh, well, you might have uh, occasional voices in the background um, that uh, might be picked up. So, um, again, hello Greg, we know your name, um, probably many people know you already. Who are you and what are you doing uh, here at LifeRay? Well, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, so my name is Greg Amerson and I've been working LifeRay for... Uh, nearly two years. It was February of 2010 that I started. And uh, my job here at LifeRay is to do developer tooling. Uh, and the reason you do developer tooling is to increase adoption and, and make developers' lives that use LifeRay uh, simpler and more productive. Um, and just and we have chosen, the one reason that I joined the team was uh, Eclipse, a very popular open source IDE uh, had no Liferay plugins, and so people had to roll their own development environment using whatever they could, you know, scrap together. And uh, it's one of those things that it's nice that Liferay has um, the ability now to hire someone to just work on tooling, so not working on the end user feature, uh, but working on a developer feature, you know, working on the developer story. So that's what I do um, right now. I'm concentrating on. Uh, just the tooling inside of Liferay, the Eclipse plugin, but I would like to grow that to including all things that are uh, dealing with the developer platform, whether it be the Maven plugin or the Ant SDK or just Service Builder, making it uh, a better story for developers. So I, I, um, but the thing I concentrate most on is the Eclipse uh, plugins for Liferay. We actually have two versions. There's the Eclipse plugins for Liferay, which are collectively called Liferay IDE, and then we also have a, a enterprise product for enterprise customers uh, called Liferay Developer Studio. So those are the two things. Uh, on the open source side, you kind of think of it as CE, the community edition. I do that. That's Liferay IDE. The current version is 1.4. should have 1.5 coming out next month, and or actually later this month. And then um, on Developer Studio, it's always... Uh, it's just like EE, it's always released either at the same time or just slightly after uh, IDE is released. So um, I know there's a lot of confusion on what's the difference between Studio and IDE. Studio, you can think of it as just a shrink-wrapped, all-in-one bundle that includes everything you need to get started on Liferay development, plus a few additional features that are important to enterprise users. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I've been a team of one for the last nearly two years. Uh, the good news there is um, we have my first two new team members. They're just interns now, but um, they've joined the team and they're going to just help me with testing. So right now I have no formalized testing whatsoever. It's very little manual uh, and definitely nothing automated or um, that's done every single release. So they're going to help me do that and that should help us help me develop features quicker and not be so worried about breaking things. Or when I do break things, I'll know. Um, so that's kind of what I do, uh, 8 to 5, uh, for Liferay. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. 
that answers a lot of questions that I had. Um, the the like differences both uh, development environments and so on. You say you're working eight to five. Um, that brings up uh, some topics on which time zone are you working <laughs> eight to five. That's right. Um, and uh, well, let's go a longer way there. Well, but, uh, what time zone are you in? So I'm um, in GMT plus eight. So I don't know what. They don't have an abbreviation for that that I know of. China Standard Time CST, I, I don't know what it is, but I am in the uh, China office, Dalian, China, uh, where Laferay has an office and a pretty good presence there. We have, uh, including interns, I think we have close to 40 um, there, 30 full-time, and been there since August. Um, before that, I lived and worked from home. So uh, it's kind of an interesting story how I got to China. I was previously... Uh, to Laferay working at a company called Genuitech, and they uh, did the My Eclipse product. So um, back in 2002, uh, Eclipse was just recently been open sourced, and it was very popular um, for a number of reasons, which we can go into later. But the there was one company that was the first small company that was starting to make a productized version of Eclipse um, to sell directly to developers. So there was Rational and WSAD from IBM, but those were sold to CTOs that, that the developers had to choose. We wanted to create a product that a developer would pick up and use just because it made it more productive. Uh, you know, something like TextMate for the, you know, people buy that for, for, for Mac OS or whatever. So mm -hmm. we, uh, I started working on the team that made my clips, worked on that for six years. Was really enjoying it. Was having a good uh, a good time there. Thought that that's what I was going to continue to do. I was the first employee of that company, and they had about thirty when whenever uh, uh, I left. But the reason I left was um, I actually met Brian Chan at a conference in two thousand nine. And previous to this, there had been some things in just my family life. I had uh, you know when I started working, I had no kids. Um, so after you get kids, you sort of get a little different perspective on life and about some of your goals for your life and what you want to do. And uh, so some of our goals as a family um, had been to, we wanted to at some point spend um, fam together as a family in a different context than the one that we grew up in. I was raised in a small rural town in Arkansas. I never left America until I was uh, 20, 25 or 26. And, you know, this whole new world opened up to me and uh, learned a lot of things about myself and my own, you know, maybe biases and prejudices that I didn't really like. And I wanted those um, maybe to not be so deeply seated in my own children. So give them an exposure to other cultures mm -hmm. earlier in life. And so we, had, my wife and I decided, hey, let's, um, let's see if maybe we could work that into our life plan somehow. I always assumed it was way off. And, um, um, but then I met Brian in 2009 at a conference, and he told me about Laferay. And I'd heard of Laferay before, only very briefly, uh, but I knew of Laferay, so I knew the name. And then he told me about that they had an office in China, that they were looking for people that were willing to go out there to, to work, to help build the office, to help teach, mentor those people, um, give them uh, a lot of training, and then also be able to just you know, build relationships with them outside of work and you know live there in that culture and uh, serve them in whatever way you can uh, because as americans i just the older i got the more pr i realized how privileged i was <clears throat> in my upbringing and the opportunities that i had and how those don't exist in all parts of the world and 
that you are blessed so that you may so that you can go be a blessing to others um, through whatever means are available and I just always assumed that my family could get involved in that some way uh, much later in life. I never imagined something like Life Ray would come along where it, it was an avenue for us to go. Uh, originally, <clears throat> we weren't thinking of going, uh, moving the whole family. I thought maybe I would just travel. Uh, but then we decided that we wanted the whole family to go. So uh, we moved out there in August, and it was a long process. We were going to move out there last October. Then we got pregnant <laughs> with our third child, and so we decided we'd better wait have it here, uh, get her all settled, and then and then we could to move on over. So we've been over there since August, and uh, uh, we yeah just about a month, two months ago, we um, hired uh, two new people to work with me, and hopefully that will grow, uh, and we can continue to uh, train them on how to do Eclipse technology and um, you know, make life right better, and ho hopefully improve the developer tooling. And at the same time, my kids get to learn Chinese. So uh, it's a it's a win win. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my plan. The plan is to be there for a couple of years, uh, and then we'll see what happens after that. You never never know where we'll be. Yeah, that's quite some new culture to to put people in. So. Yes, yeah, but it, kids are small and and yep. and they're pretty adaptable. So they, um, uh, yeah, they're actually doing quite well. I'm I'm pretty amazed. Uh, my children already know much more Chinese than I do. So um, I, I knew it wouldn't take long. They pick it up they're like sponges. They pick it up so fast. Yeah. So uh, you said uh, when we first talked about this topic, like preparing this podcast, uh, actually months ago, you said that you spoke a little bit of Chinese. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. So actually, how I met Brian, it's 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 a quite providential how it happened. We were at a conference. It wasn't a technical conference, and I was there with my wife and sister, and <clears throat> we. Um, We're actually sitting in the row right behind Brian, and through circumstances that, that it's better for Brian to share, he he wasn't in the best of mood. And uh, anyway, so he had said walking in to the conference area, he wasn't going to speak with anyone. It, he was going to just be heads down, concentrating on the speaker, and uh, not uh, not talking to anyone. And so I just went in there and happened to sit down right behind him. And I remember noticing him. I was like, what is that guy? Is he sleeping? What's, what is he doing? He's sitting there. We just sat down behind him and we were just chatting. It was, it was several minutes before the speaker was going to begin. And, uh, and so I turned to my sister and said, hey, why don't you take a photo? So it's the last talk of the, of the conference. Why don't you take a photo? We're about to get on a plane and go home. Take a photo of our last talk here. So my wife and I turned and looked at the camera and I said, E.R. son, or my Chiedza, which, you know, one, two, three, cheese. And so when Brian heard me say that, he was just woken up out of his stupor and said, okay, I know I wasn't going to speak with anyone, but I have to find out who said that Chinese so poorly, <laughs> who spoke that Chinese, the most accented I've ever heard. It's like, you know, I know it was an American saying it, but, I've, you know, so my Texan and my Arkansas accent was trying to say something in, in Mandarin. So, uh so that woke him up, and, and he says, who said that? And did you just speak Chinese? Because he thought, maybe I heard it wrong because it was so poor, please spoken. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we started a conversation, and uh, that led to, and he's Chinese, and he uh, founded a company, and, and he had an office in China. And I said, oh, what's that? And um, he said, I said, are you, are you hiring? And then he was like, well, you know, we, we do hire, but we don't really have any quote-unquote positions that we advertise as being available. This was several years ago. We just kind of, 
you know, hire it as we get to know people and uh, or people get to know us. And he said, but there is one person I'm actively looking for that I'll hire just anybody. Like if they, if they're, if they're not, <laughs> if they're room temperature, I will hire them, you know, and that's somebody to help with some Eclipse plugins because we have none, none official for LifeRay. I was like, interesting. So I'm thinking, so immediately he said that in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, my wife and I talked about, you know, spending some time in China, but I didn't want to just change jobs to go to China. I want to continue to do software engineering. And he just told me he has an office in China, and he just told me that he needs somebody to come on board Life Array and work on Eclipse plugins. And then I told him, I said, well, I've been doing Eclipse plugins for six years professionally. So he's like, hmm. So everybody got quiet, kind of awkward silence, and then we just swapped numbers, and then the conference started or the speaker got up. So, and he had to, Brian had to go right after the uh, the conference. He had to catch a flight. So we... We just kind of swapped emails, and a lot of emails went back and forth. And he said, "Hey, you know what? You can better ask ask all those questions to actual life ray people. Come out to the uh, the annual retreat, 2009, and see what we're all about." Uh, and that's when I found out the heart of life ray. That's when I found out that everybody has a similar story of how they came to be with life ray. It was nothing like. I'm sure there are some stories now that are very much traditional, like I submitted a resume and all that. But it seemed like everybody's story was, you know kind of these confluence of events that, that got them to Lafrey and they, and they I never found anybody that had regretted the decision to leave a good job and you know because when you got a wife and kids and you have stable income to leave a job for something that's unknown it's it's a little bit nerve-wracking but it's it's been the best decision um, that, that I've made and and now we're we're in China fulfilling a life goal for us so uh, couldn't be happier with that um, and I'm continuing to get to do um, Eclipse plugin development, which, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's been eight years now, but still to this day, the reasons why I started in Eclipse plugin development are still as new to me and still give me just as excited about it now. And that's, um, you know, why I continue to love doing it. And, and now I get to build my own team to continue to do that, you know, as long as life free, as long as there's developers, there's going to need to be developer tooling. So I, I feel like right. I, a good looking forward to the future. So, well, that's quite an amazing story to, <laughs> to start with. Um, yeah, glad that we have that on record. Okay. Um, because that was it needs to be, something yeah, where, it needs to be written down or I should have written it down a long time ago, but, um, yeah, now it's in digital format. Yeah, when I heard that first time, I kind of re regretted uh, that I didn't have the recorder running. So, um, uh, yeah, it's finally on tape and um, available and document, well documented. Now I'm, I'm unable to embellish it in the future, though. So, because they'll say, well, you said a couple years ago that it was like nah. this. So, you know, okay. oh well. That's not too many listeners. Yeah, we'll, really yeah we'll, we'll run the risk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, let's um, then uh, come back to the... IDE mm -hmm. itself. In my experience, as I'm doing trainings, uh, the IDE has been uh, a great help in doing developer training because prior to the IDE or to Developer Studio, which we use in developer training, uh, we have used just the basic and setup uh, editors, um, well, all command line, uh, which took quite a while to set up. And now we're just unzipping Developer Studio and have been... Uh, well, have been more successful in setting everything up and it has been just quicker to uh, to start. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things about the training that you do get is you get a, I guess, a 
trial or a uh, provisional copy of Studio uh, that you can use. And like like you said, it's it's nice to be able to be productive right out of the box, and you don't have to spend time kind of piecing things together. I mean, that's one of the things that Eclipse does well is, um, you know, bringing all the pieces that you need for your development environment so that you have kind of a one one place to do all of your development. And, and Eclipse is very extensible so that if it's not currently meeting a need that you have as a developer, it can easily be, you know, modified to do that. That's actually one of the things that uh, I hope to talk to um, several of the engineers here at the retreat is, you know, things that Studio or that the IDE is not doing now that it'd be really nice if it was doing and, and either putting that feature in or showing them how it's not that hard to, you know, extend the clips, giving them some pointers, take, you know, IDE, you know, look at these certain places and you can do your own uh, extension of it and make it uh, productive for your environment. So, like, one example of that is, you know, a spring portlets. You know, there's no reason, there's a series of things you need to do to convert a standard portlet to a spring portlet, um, but it's quite laborious in some cases, so that'd be nice if that's something the tooling could do. Well, with, you know, the current set of LifeRay IDE plugins, uh, you know, we have both Vaadin and JSF as alternatives to the standard frameworks. You know, it's simple to, add, it's pretty straightforward to be able to add something like Spring MVC. So maybe, you know, in the future, hopefully we can show other people how that they can, you know, just do a little bit of customization of their Eclipse environment um, and they can get more productivity out of it. And maybe I'll publish a blog or, or a tutorial or something saying how, like, if this is what your company does, if they, you know, they use the LifeRay IDE, but they always do this, 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 and this, it'd be nice if that was also added in. And, uh, you know, if not everybody wants it, then you can deploy it within your own organization as an Eclipse plugin. It's really not that, not as difficult as, as, as it may seem. So, um, so yeah, but I'm glad to hear that it works well for uh, for training and and can you know add value to the trainings. I you know hope that it can add the same value to uh, the con, you know consulting teams, uh, engineering teams that use uh, LifeRay. They can get their development teams up and running faster, you know. And I have have a lot of ideas that I want to see us do that will make it you know just to tear down those barriers that are there that don't really have to be there, um, you know on and that's kind of where we want to go um, in the future. Is like right now, the IDE and Studio are still pretty um, locked into one way of doing things, uh, but there's no reason why it can't support uh, other alternatives of, of development. You know, Maven being the biggest one. So mm -hmm. if you use Maven, you're kind of locked out. You really have no way to go forward using uh, Life IDE or, or Developer Studio. So hopefully in the, in the next next year we're going to do away with that and actually support Maven um, uh, and, and get that as an option. So if you use Maven, you can use Studio. You don't have to be, you know, just going without the plugins and not having that productivity. So that's the plan, and we'll see. Hopefully that uh, will come out uh, early next year. So. So hopefully in time with six one. Hmm. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to get the pieces there in the portal for six one. You know, I don't think the IDE will be ready by then. But 
you know the ID can release on its own schedule. Yeah. And and as long as we get the building blocks in Portal, um, and and then the you know um, then we can release those other ones separate. You know the development environment can really run faster pace or at a different schedule than the actual you know portal itself the portal yep. product so hopefully we can um can maybe move quicker on some things and not have to wait for a whole nother you know release cycle for a you know an enhanced way to do development like one of the things that we're talking about doing is um allowing you to start new projects but instead of using the built-in templates that are in the portal now or in the life ide now uh you can have your own templates or maybe even use the marketplace as a repository for a new project templates. So the idea would be somebody uploads a project to marketplace and checks the box and says this is open source. Um, and then if you have your own open source project or you just want to use it and it's a, it's licensed in a way that you can use it freely, uh, you know, bring up IDE and start a new project, but uh, use an existing application as a template you know, and just select it. And that's something that could be dynamic and you wouldn't have to wait on a new release to get right. a yeah. completely new uh, project template to use. So that's kind of one idea that we, that we want to, uh, want to maybe see happen. So, yeah. And I wouldn't want you to wait for a new release because right. you've been quite responsive in uh, bringing in feedback and, and making feedback happen, actually making feedback, real features of the product. Um, that was, uh, Well, for a team of one, um, I didn't believe it when I heard first. Um, yeah, uh, that's been quite some accomplishments. Well, I mean, the the um, credit goes to two things. One is to LifeRay's developer platform itself. I mean, it's already the pieces were already there to make things happen quickly. It was just somebody just kind of wiring up, connecting the dots at the la at the last little bit, and making it all happen. Uh, and then also, the Eclipse platform is so mature. I mean, it's ten years old. And uh, so many plugins, and you know the uh, when you work at that, and that's all you do for six years, you're able to um, know kind of right where you got to poke Eclipse to get it to do something more, or like you say, turn around on on a new feature. Um, and so I I really hope that um, the LifeRay platform can have the same kind of success, where you can take a plugin written for so I. I can take a plugin written for uh, Eclipse. You know, I can go back to one of my first plugins I ever wrote in 2003 and uh, take it and deploy it today in Eclipse and it will work. You know, so uh, I look forward to the time when um, a third party, a community member, a partner, a customer can write a plugin for LifeRay, deploys on 6.1, and it'll deploy on 6.2, 7.1, 7.2. Um, I mean that'll be a quite a success story. Yeah. So and that's been one of the strengths of, of Eclipse has been that immovable platform uh, that allows you to be productive over a long period of time and use the skills that you know, not constantly be um, having to kind of change what you're doing to to, to achieve the same at outcome. So mm -hmm. should be interesting. And then other roadmap, other feature things that we're going to be looking at in the IDE are going to be um, you know, we uh, a feature that's in 6.1 that's coming in 6.1 is a new remote deployment API. I think this is going to really kind of revolutionize, or not revolutionize, but definitely change the way a lot of people do life rate development, and that's the ability to deploy and debug remotely. 
you know, right from the IDE and it be just as uh, seamless as local deployment. I mean, it's not going to be it's not going to be as good because you know when you, when it's remotely. But there's no reason why it can't be uh, virtually the same. And so that's so it's actually in the IDE right now. But you have to have a special plugin uh, for six ones. Um, and it goes back to I should have blogged about it, you know, months ago. That's out there to get people testing so that by the time six ones out, we it will be where it needs to be. But it's just kind of a first step of a of if you have Liferay in the cloud, um, you can still develop and deploy on it uh, just the same as if you have a local Tomcat. It'll be just as productive. Um, and then there's a lot of parts that will need to come to bear on that, uh, but I, I think we can definitely move down that road uh, in six one. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. So hopefully, I, I, now that I was out there, I promised that we're going to try to get a blog on that. I, I'll try to do that in the next week or two put a blog about the, the remote deployment support that's in the IDE and also in 6.1 beta. And I think it's out there for beta 4. You can download the server manager plugin, deploy it, and then hook up to um, the server in the IDE. So instead of creating a new local server, you create a new uh, remote server. And, um, and then ev after that, everything should happen that has happened for. Now, you can't uh, do things from command line, so you can't do ant deploy from That's command line and, and have it. Uh, but there's no reason why you can't. Like I think at some point in the future we want to support that. Um, just right now, it's it's only in the IDE. Mm -hmm. So either way, that's quite an accomplishment. Right. So, um, yeah, and if you get around that in the next one or two weeks, then it's probably out before this podcast. <laughs> there um, we go. I'm producing that. quite some queue here. That'd be good. Um, but I hope that this will be out before Christmas. Otherwise, if you didn't come around um, uh, publishing that, uh, you will probably get some emails on uh, well, Got it. once this is published. Good deal. Well, I think that uh, without having asked all my, all my questions, that answers all my questions. <laughs> good deal. <laughs> um, yeah, do you have anything to add? Anything um, more? Anything I, we? I guess missed? just just encouraging more people to contact me, find me on, on LaFray.com. Um, you know, the forums, there's a Lifer IDE forum, so feel free to post um, questions, concerns, feature enhancements. But mainly, I want to hear, like, what's blocking you from adopting the IDE? You know, this is, uh, I realize that Lifer development has been happening for eight years prior to when I came on board. So now we have this new developer tool, the IDE. You know, to get people to change is a high quotient that you got to reach, and I totally understand that. And I do not. A lot of people, <laughs> they're really sheepish. Whenever I talk to them, start a conversation, and they say, "Oh, but I, yeah, I've been developing for you know, life three, four years, but I don't use the IDE. Sorry, it's like you're not hurting my feelings. I totally understand uh, that there's the inertia there that that it, the productivity that you gain has to be at such a level that you gain back any you lose from changing." how you work so so don't apologize for not using it don't apologize if you use IntelliJ I uh, I have no IntelliJ is a, a, a great tool uh, and so is NetBeans you know it, and so uh, I just want to see all our developers be more productive and be uh, working on the, the right stuff not not debugging their development environment so if you can get that done in IntelliJ please do but I hope to provide um uh, 
enough value on the IDE that you want to go there. And um, so, so please come to me and, and tell me why th that you can't use it. You know what what's blocking it. And a lot of people have contacted me that you know they say I can't use the tool because of X Y Z, and I'm going to try to do my best to prioritize those. You know, and um, one of the biggest that I've heard is this: we use Maven, so I, I can't use your tool because it doesn't support Maven or it doesn't work. So um, that's one of the things that's that's going to be coming um, as soon as possible. So. Yeah, that, that's really all. Just find me online, and uh, I'd love to hear about um, if you use Eclipse. You know, if you are using the IDE, what's not working well, or what could be what could be better. And um, yeah, so just find me online, and I try to always try to respond I, because of the time zone issue. You know, the, the responses will probably come the next day. Um, you know, and, and I, I don't know. Usually. Uh, if you're in Europe, I can, you know, there's a lot of overlap there. So yeah. it's actually quite nice. Yeah. So it's with America, but there's another day in there. Like yeah, right. The American day is the Chinese next day. Right. So yeah, so it's kind of, I can make... To, to the Americans, don't ask on Friday. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, or you won't, uh, you won't hear for several days. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, hopefully we continue to build the team. Uh, also, if, um, if you feel like you would like to, there's something, uh, I've, ha I've had several engineers say that, you know, they have some things they like to see the IDE do, but they don't necessarily want to put that on me. They just want to do it themselves. Um, I mean, come, please approach me. I can definitely um, show you how you can get started developing your own plugin, extending something the IDE is doing. Um, you know, that's, I would love to customize the IDE, the Life for ID in a way that it makes companies community members be able to extend it for their own needs because they don't like the defaults that I picked. So, you know, let me know and we can get something worked out. Okay, sounds good. I can actually second that. I've been among the ones who said, hey, I'd like to see this and that feature. I can't remember which exactly it was, but actually I think it, a week later it was in, um, in some beta where you immediately yeah. asked me, hey, uh, do you mean this? Right. And it was just like perfect and uh, using that ever since. I guess because it was really pressing. I just can't remember what it was. It was yeah. Like well, I, I I definitely want to make uh, life for the trainers and the consultants for Life for Abe that are that are out there showing other developers how to do things and how to do the best practice. I mean, to me, the, those just have need to. Those will be multiplying effects. If you fix something that's bothering a trainer or a consultant, it's going to multiply down to the companies people they train so it, you know it makes um yeah so but also you're you're, you're uh uh you make it hard to say no because you're such a nice guy <laughs> so it's like you ask me a question I, i'll probably do it so yeah anyway but i've uh, i, don't know, I can think of one yeah th <laughs> thanks for the uh the, the chance to chat so and i've been enjoying the um the library interviews and look forward to the future ones okay so then Thank you very much for participating, and uh, well, have a nice rest of the yes, retreat. Yes, you too. We're nice rest of the retreat. Nice uh, rest of the year, and uh, Merry Christmas if this gets posted before. If not, Happy Holidays. So it'll catch whatever's left. Okay, I'll so. do my very best to be done before Christmas. Uh, all right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you.